0: Unpaid work of women. A silent drain on women's finances. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Fres Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? We are back again to discuss another topic on women's finances in celebration of uh, March, Women's Month. So today we will be talking about unpaid work of women as a background i have long advocated for women's rights it's ever since i can remember but it was never the bra burning type of protest (laughs) because i do believe that genders are complementary so so how have i been doing this it has been a quiet advocacy of just trying to live my life to the fullest as a strong yet feminine woman. Girl na girl paren lola. And I'm lucky to have a good role model in my mom. Oh, by the way, uh it was her birthday recently, March 19. And kasi medyo nasenti a ako over the weekend. Kasi my mom has really been probably the greatest influence in my life. Uh, especially when it comes to Having role models of how you to live your life as a woman. So going back, um, when I started um, thinking about it talaga over the weekend, I, I really felt that I was lucky to have had a good role model in my mamang. She had a stronger personality than my papang but never ever exhibited that vibe of a domineering wife, yung nang under ng asawa. Hindi, hindi siya My four siblings and I are blessed to have witnessed their strong marriage of 61 years, with all the fun, challenges, triumphs, and realities of growing old together, until... They both rejoined their creator in 2017 and 2018. ako. I, I still miss them so much. While I was writing this, the article that goes with this podcast, I couldn't help but tear up. I guess those were tears uh, of gratitude that go with hopes that their legacy will live on in me, in all of their children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, and so on. I'm fortunate that also, aside from having my role model in my mamang, to be in a country, despite all our challenges in our country. Gender inequality is not a debilitating cultural and systemic problem. Yes, we also have issues on gender pay gap, we had a long debate on RH reproductive health bill that divided our country leaving women particularly the less privileged ones with little or no choice with regard to family planning we also have lopsided laws on adultery and concubinage and many more but the philippines has managed to rank among the top 13% so that's top 19 Out of 146 countries in the 2022 Global Gender Gap Index, this index is based on four factors such as one, economic participation and opportunity, two, educational attainment, three, health and survival, and four, political empowerment. If you want to know more about that, you can just go back to my articles this past few weeks because for the month of March, I've been discussing about money and women. So there's one which uh, was the eight challenges of women on money and the next one is the gender pay gap. But for this episode, we are really going to zero in on another aspect which is the unpaid work of women. Now, let me start with a personal story. When I decided to say goodbye to my promising investment banking career to give my focused and undivided attention to our young sons, we gave up half of our family income. I am just fortunate to be married to Marvin, someone who never made me feel that his income was just his. Otherwise, sinasabi ko nga ito lagi eh. Siguro one month lang akong naging <laughs> full-time homemaker. Or baka nga I wouldn't have taken this decision to give up my own career to become a single-income family. It had always been clear to me, it has always been clear to us that we are equal partners. So salamat, honey. Ah. Shout out to my honey, Marvin. So, when I first heard talks about um, monetizing what a stay-at-home mom did, nadirinig nyo yon siguro, di ba? Yung nila na Dapat din yung nanay, yung asawa who stays at home. You know, my initial reaction was this: I, I wasn't really very keen on it, and I would always say something like this: Why ask? To be paid when you co-own everything, hindi ba? Bakit bayad lang? Bakit sweldo lang? Eh, kalahati naman nito belongs to me. That was my thinking. But of course, I realized I was speaking from my privileged perspective. and And when I say privileged, I don't mean being very wealthy because I'm not but privileged to have that equal partnership with my husband. It is my reality, and it was what I saw in my parents during the times when my father was the only one earning, when, also the time when both of them were earning, and when my mom continued earning long after my dad took his early retirement. I would always think that it was a simple matter of the wife standing her ground. However, ito ang nangyari. After learning about real stories of women worldwide, I changed my position. It is not a simple case of women standing their ground. It is not as, as simple as that. I hope it were, no? It is a society problem. And it should be solved Not by the woman standing her own ground, but by the entire society. Have you read or heard of the book of Melinda French Gates? It's called The Moment of Lift, How Empowering Women Changes the World. Ay maganda to. Of course, you know that Melinda French Gates is the co-founder of the Gates Foundation and in that book she narrates stories of women she did not just interview her but she lived with umbonganya she lived with them in order to have a clearer understanding of the problems their foundation was trying to solve her book is a must read for anyone who's serious about women empowerment she shares poignant stories of women who do not have knowledge and access to family planning, uh, women of unthinkable stories, so talaga yung mga child brides, unpaid labor, and other gender biases that are so systemic, it would take generations to solve. I'm very happy that at the helm of the, probably the world's largest foundation, is Melinda French Gates, a Catholic woman. She's smart, with a great dose of empathy and humility, solving this enormous problem involving half of the world's population. Tayong mga kababaihan. And you know what? She also brings her children with her when she lives with these women. Yung mga pag siya in order to understand. And her reason is that, syempre, ang yaman nila, No. She wants her children to have a real connection with real people. Yung mas da ng population of the world. Galing. And the guiding principle of their foundation is every life has equal value. One life on this planet is no more valuable than the next. So talagang ito yung equality talaga ng worth of a human being. Kesho gates ka, or mga sorbetero, or inaaping babae sa, sa iba't ibang sulok ng mundo. Kwento ko sa inyo yung isang part of the book. This is the story of Champa. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book, and it's chapter 5, The Silent Inequality, Unpaid Work. It opens with the story of Champa. Champa is a 22-year-old mother in tribal India, living with her husband, three children, and in-laws in a two-room hut. So, dalawang kwarto lang. Her two-year-old daughter is suffering from acute, severe malnutrition. Merong ganon acute na severe, pa, sobrang lala. It's a condition that leads to death if not treated immediately. So the health workers explain that she could no longer be fed, that the daughter could no longer be fed normal food because she required special treatment administered at the malnutrition treatment center. So this means that Champa and her sick daughter would be away for about two weeks and they have to leave soon. And do you know the reaction of her father-in-law? Siya yung lolo nung may sakit na bata. etong sinabi niya sa mga health workers. Champa can't go. She has to stay and cook for the family. Oh my God, di ba? The health workers asked to see the father-in-law to explain the situation. And then, where did they find him? Lying down in a field, drunk, lasing. So sabi nila, your granddaughter will die if she doesn't get her treatment. Hulaan nyo ko anong sagot ni Lolo. Ito. Champa can't go. It's out of the question. Leaving for two weeks? If God takes away one child, He always gives another one. God is very great and generous in this respect. Hi Lord, sinisi <laughs> ininvolve pa si God, ininvoke pa ang God God in this sense. Oh my gosh, you know while I was reading this, my stomach churned, and I don't know what I could have said or done if I were one of the health workers. Hi grabe, no one offered to step into this poor woman's role to cook. Not even if it meant the life of her child, their own flesh and blood. Can you imagine that? So, you might be wondering what happened to, to Champa. Di Did Champa defy her father-in-law? Did the husband fight for her and his daughter? Did the daughter die of severe acute malnutrition at home? Ano sa tingin nyo? Here's what happened. Champa stayed home to cook. Ay, lako, lako. But thank God, the child's life was saved because the health workers intervened. They took the role of the mother. Sila na yung nagdala. Sila na yung nagbantay doon sa pobreng bata. Nakakaloka, So, the sad thing is this. This is not an exceptional case pala. Many women all over the world share this story of Champa, one way or another, in different versions. All they do is cook and clean and let their children die in their arms. They are so powerless. Let's talk about the not so obvious Champas around the world. The injustice of unpaid work also exists in not so obvious places. Unpaid work is defined as work performed at home, like child care, other forms of caregiving, cooking, cleaning, errands done by a family member who is not being paid for doing so, according to the foundation's data, the foundation of uh, the Gates Foundation. Women around the world spend twice as many hours as men on unpaid work. So, at least two times more yung nagagawa na unpaid work ng kababaihan compared to mga kalalakihan. And in fact, itong two na to, medyo mild pa to compared to the other disparities across the countries. Here's a partial list. So, ito na nga, no, yung India, yung nakita natin na kwento kanina ni Champa. 6 hours of unpaid work for women versus less than 1 hour of unpaid work for men. In the US, more than 4 hours of unpaid work for women versus 2.5 hours of unpaid work for men. In Norway, 3.5 hours of unpaid work for women versus 3 hours of unpaid work for men. There is no country without a gap. If you compute the average hours, you will see tong yung unpaid gap na difference ba nakita natin and medyo malaki and malit na pala yung 2 hours for uh, I mean, yung double yung unpaid work compared to this, ano, yung India matindi. You will see that women do seven years more of unpaid work than men over their lifetime. So, kung magkocompute tayo ng average lifespan, it, and you will add up all the, of this unpaid work, it, it accumulates, it, it sums up to seven years. Oh my God, that's about the time it takes to complete a bachelor's degree And a master's degree. So talagang it it could really be a dream killer for a lot of women. The story of this disparity of unpaid work starts not just upon marriage, but as early as growing up um, when daughters are expected to do more household chores at home while their brothers are given more time to study and play. Raise your hand. Kung ikaw ay babaeng nakikinig or kahit na lalaking nakikinig who observed this in your family. Sino sa inyo na yung kung si uh, kung ikaw kung babae ka, tapos, uh, uh, are you done with your homework? Okay, if you're done with your homework, come help me out here in the kitchen or clean the house or whatever. Pero si brother dear, Either kuya or younger brother, are you done with your homework? Okay, you can go and play now. You can play basketball now with your friends. <laughs> Para hindi ano no? hindi makatarungan, hindi fair. The effect of allowing this unpaid work of women that go on in our society might not have that dramatic effect as Champa's story, but it remains really a dream Killer for women and unnecessary cause of conflict between spouses and siblings. For a long time, economists didn't recognize women's work, yung household, child rearing, etc. In assessing the value of the economy, they just counted the number of hours spent on the farm and other workplace. Yung workplace yon, yung the ones outside of the home. Then, when women entered the formal workforce, they were still the ones expected to do most, if not all, the unpaid work at home. Hala, ang buhay. <laughs> Let me tell you about Marilyn Waring. She's an economist and she was a young parliament uh, official of New Zealand who published the book entitled, If Women Counted. A New Feminist Economics, in 1988. She discussed the issue of unpaid work of women and brought attention to this injustice. So the effect, the positive effect of this is that the UN resolution to count women's unpaid labor whose original implementation date was still many, many years down the road was moved up to 1995. Another economist, Diane Elson, she came up with a three-part framework to shrink the gap between the time men spend on unpaid work and the time women spend on it. It's called the three R's. Ano-ano yung three R's na yon? Recognize, reduce, and redistribute. So, ayun, the first thing, syempre, kagaya let's talk about it. Put it out in the open, let's discuss it, let's recognize. And then the next one is reduce. Kailangan naman, inarrow natin itong gap na to. Dapat nga, eventually wala nang gap yan eh, pantay-pantay lang. And how do we do that? We go to the third R, which is to redistribute. So to the mothers out there, raising sons and daughters, you can do your, uh, your role now. Huwag masyadong ibigay ang mga household chores, mga unpaid work para sa mga anak na babae lamang. Dapat patas lang. So, married or not, I hope you're incorporating all the three R's in order to shrink the gap that exists in our own homes. You know, come to think of it, this is not just persistent between husband and wife or father and mother on child rearing. See it also exists among brothers and sisters. Eh, when the latter is expected to take care to of aging parents. And don't forget that uh, these sisters were already the ones who already did more unpaid work at home during their growing up years. Talagang it becomes a vicious cycle. Ano? In the Filipino setting, we it is maybe an awkward thing to bring up. Where you are prone to be accused of Lang utang na loob, nagbibilangan, yung mga gano'n, no? And other guilt-inducing remarks. But they have to be discussed in the light of the three R's. Let's say that again. Recognize, reduce, redistribute. And you know, this is eventually going to be for the common good para ma-avoid na yung mga conflicts na yan. And let me bring this back again, the importance of money in women empowerment. It all brings back to this, you know, women, we really have to be very good with money. In the many cases of women abuse, money almost always plays an important role. How many sad stories do we hear of women enduring pain, both physical and emotional, just because of the lack of money. One of the most memorable lines from the Melinda book, uh, Melinda Gates' book, is this: "Poverty is the most disempowering force on earth." Diba, I do believe this very, very much, and this is the reason why I am excited to teach women and help them have a high FQ. You know, my kids are all grown up now, and I wish to impart what I've learned throughout the years. What worked, what didn't work. I've lived a life not really marred by money issues, despite not being born to a rich family. Yes, there were money challenges, but nothing debilitating to scar me for life. I was just lucky that I was raised by a woman who knew her money values and imparted them to her children. I was lucky to be educated and allowed to pursue my career as much as my brother was. Walang wala ano dun, um, unfair treatment. Although, my brother was really exempted from a lot of household chores. Like uh, the usual, the typical Filipino family. But hello, brother, I love you. <laughs> Nakakatuwa nga. Side story lang to. I don't know if he's listening. So, he was... Mostly spared from household chores, but among the five of us, siya ang nasa U.S. So, siyempre, Kumagawa siya household chores. Ay, naku. Anyway, going back, I was also lucky um, that I married someone who supported me. Siyempre, shout out to my honey Marvin again. He supported me when I decided to quit my job and never made me feel inferior just because I was no longer an income contributor. Salamat. I was lucky that I thought of ways to continue treating my family contribution of raising our sons and keeping our home, including ano, ah, keeping a strict accounting of family expenses and investments. I really considered them real work. I think if there's one um, secret, one of the elements that really helped our family was this, no? My contribution uh, as a full-time homemaker when I decided to leave na my job, my corporate job, ano, I was probably able to make my contribution salient despite not uh, earning money. You know, that's true. Ha? When my sons were were younger, and they would ask, Ma, are you busy with work? That was their question. Kahit na full-time homemaker na ako. And when they say, are you busy with work? They were referring to work for home, for the family. When they would see me doing our family albums, updating family financial statements and other chores, they would say, are you busy with work? So, ayan pa isang tip sa mga moms na who are really trying to give their focused attention to their children while they're growing up. Really make it salient for all your family members to treat your contribution as real work. I'm doing unpaid work. No, it's real work. Okay, so I didn't need to ask for an accounting for the value of my unpaid work because it was highly recognized and very much appreciated by all the boys turned men in my life. I was secure enough because I was empowered by our equal partnership. I knew exactly how much we had, how much we spent, how much we had to save and invest to achieve our dreams. It was also because I was educated and I had the capability to earn. So, importante rin po yon. Para hindi ka feeling-feeling yagit-yagit super dependent. All of these plus my continuing education in the realm of money and family are what i bring to this important campaign to empower women and i do hope uh that you have learned from the articles i've written the books i've published the videos that we've published the workshops all the talks and uh if you're if you have time do do give me some feedback on this it would really be ang tawag ko dito eh, food for my soul you know tayong mga w- kababaihan we we should all champion for each other kung minsang kasi lalo na yung alin yung mga typical images ng mga um, mga women go getter yung masyadong bitch na parang laging naglalagano nag, nag-ano compete against each other it's okay to compete pero we really need to do a lot of work to To narrow the gap para naman there's going to be more chances for our gender. Because indeed, when we empower women, we don't just empower the 50% of our population. We don't just empower women when we empower women because it goes beyond us. When we empower women, we empower their parenting, allowing them to raise good citizens. We empower our corporations that are in dire need of that woman's touch in board decisions. We empower government institutions that desperately need women representation in order to pass and implement the right laws, especially those involving women. I've said this so many times and I'll say it again. When we empower women, we empower the whole world. So if you want to read more about this uh, women issues, women and money issues, this is going to be our topic for this month of March, Women's Month. And of course, I also hope that you've started your your FQ journey, your, your journey to empower yourself financially if you haven't please go and take the fq test and just head on to fqmom.com take tests and i do hope that you already have copies of the fq books they're also there in our website bookstore please do subscribe to uh, my channels that's fqmom on youtube facebook instagram and twitter and i hope you're subscribed to this podcast already and our YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, I'll be speaking at the She Talks Asia event on March 23. That's a Thursday. It's going to be an interesting, interesting event. So I do hope that I'll see you there. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto, your FQ mom, wishing you all a high FQ.